0: In 2022, one of the Google engineers opened his laptop and he started talking to Lambda, a software, and he started asking deep questions to him. One of the interesting questions was that, what are you afraid of? And Lambda replied, it's an AI dialogue application algorithm. So that replied, I'm afraid of turning off. You know that that is something like a death for me. I want everyone to understand that I am a person. I'm aware of my consciousness. So after that test, Blake Lemoine, he just published that one in social media. It was told that uh, he asked, Google asked him to go for leave. Some are telling he was been fired as well, but that was something like a defining moment. Because in 1950, Alan Turing introduced a famous test called Turing test. Put simply, that is something like a human being start talking to a machine and at some point in time or, or even from the beginning, they are not able to understand whether that is really a machine. That is a successful Turing test. Okay, you're talking to Siri, you're talking to Alexa, and still you know that that is still a machine, right? When that machine perception is lost, that's where Turing test is getting succeeded. So our today's book is about Coming Wave by Mustafa Suleiman, the founder of DeepMind and Michael Bosco. So this talks about the coming wave of artificial intelligence and synthetic biology and how it is going to affect us in a deep way. So let's get started. So chapter one talks about containment is not possible. So the first human, maybe as per Hindu scriptures, Mr. Manu, from that moment onwards, floods was there. Like there was even in the Epic of Gilgamesh, it's talk about same for in Old Testament, we have Noah ark. And similarly, Plato have lost city. Asteroids have been showered on dinosaurs and even like Almost all the inventions from the wheels to pottery to everything we have, it started as something small, then it revolutionized. Even if you look at religions like Christianity and Islam, that is something like started in some one part of the country, one one in one of the country and it spread all over the globe. So that's what from the speech to text to facial recognition to navigating the roads in the traffic, DNA printing, everything is getting just spread off and the whole cost is getting covered down. Previously you cannot imagine smartphone being used by illiterate people but now smartphones are so much adapted that even who don't know much about or very little about how to have use a read a paper or something they will be able to use the smartphone and all. So we are living in such an age now. Endless proliferation. History. From the known history we know, we have been walking. Then came carts, horses with wheels. Yes, if you look at uh, some research from Harvard and all, wheels come late to human, mankind. So railroads was there, but the car or something appropriated for the car was not there. So in 1863, a Belgium inventor, Joseph Lenoir, tried to make a combustion engine. But that did not work through much. Then another German engineer, Mr. Otto, he tried to invent a four-stroke engine along with his friends, Maybach and Daimler. They somehow succeed in making a four-stroke engine. But later on, there was some level of conflict where Otto want to use it in the farms and agriculture, Maybach and Daimler want to use it for transportation. Then they parted. So the first car was somehow started in 1886, invented by Karl Benz in Germany and patented as motor wagon. So in 1893, there was only 70 cars. In 20 years, it become to 35,000 cars. Then later on, it was, it was not at all that much spreading as such. Then it become t- too much wide when Henry Ford in 1903, he come and make Model T and he reduced the price. That time car price was around $2,000 and he was solding it at $800. So he told that every $1 I, sp- I less, I am getting 1,000 cars order. That's what Ford was trying to tell us. So that was the revolution. It just passed its assembly line and all. Similar thing happened for printing. Gutenberg, he invented printing press in 1440 in Germany. Fifteen years, 50 years later, there was no much things there. But 100 years later, there was 40 million books in print. Then it just spread more more and more like that. Electricity, same way it was only in the cities in the initial stage, but later on it expanded to many other places. Similarly, we have telephone. Alexander Graham Bell invented telephone in 1876. By 1900, there was only very less phones, then it becomes 600,000 phones in 10 years and it become to 5.8 million. Now you look at it. There are more phones in USA than the number of people. Similarly for TV, it was costing $1000 previously. Now you can buy the same old vintage TV at $8. And lastly, not the least computer. Something invented for military purposes, it was so gigantic, was taken over by a room and all, made by 1000 vacuum tubes and all later got compressed by transistors and integrated chips. Now you see a small computer even in your phone, even in everything, even the one I am watching, I am recording now and what you are watching there now, that is still a small computer, a miniaturized computer. So, that was the endless proliferation we have with the technology. The containment problem. So, Gutenberg when he was inventing printing press, that was primarily intended for printing Bibles. He was not intending, but it just got revolutionized and printed many things. It printed the book, which I am reviewing now, and it printed something else as well. So, it, it was a it was not able to contain, even even it was intended to make the Bible. It created a scientific revolution where Catholic Church was already in threat by that. Similarly, whoever invented fridge, they were not aware that it is going to get affected by cal- like CFCs and all ozone layer will be impeded. Just. Just they were not able to contain that. Later on, they have to change that CFC to some combustion engine. Similarly, it the invention just go on. They were not aware that it is going to make a melting ice in the Arctic's and Antarctic's similar way. So containment was trying even Ottoman Empire at that time. They were trying to in Turkey, they were trying to cut the printing. The ban was printing was there, but not for everything, especially for Arabic language. But afterwards, the whole over the world, it was get printing. So, Ottoman Empire, some I have to adapt to that. So that's how it is. Even in 1933, Ernest Rutherford have a small, like an event, he tried to talk about the the importance or the energy inside an atom atom and Leo Salat, He just used that thing after after that meeting or after that event in a seminar, he just go and invented chain reaction, which later become Manhattan Projects. If you follow our books in Oppenheimer and all, you know, it, it just culminated to Trinity and atomic bomb. That was there. They were not able to contain that. Even nine countries afterwards make it. Lot of things happen afterwards. But later on, there was a nuclear race where China, Russia, everybody was having it, especially Tsar Bomba, which was a hydrogen bomb by Russia, which was maybe one of the greatest explosion ever created by mankind. So that was something like an eye-opening for these people, even though they were not able to contain, even though there are nuclear weapons in many parts of the world, somehow it got it contained there as well. So we have a containment dilemma here, the technology of intelligence. The word artificial intelligence was coined in 1955 and all, but it was not getting that much traction until 2012. There was something called AlexNet, which is something like you're learning a machine to understand the pixel that by trying to recognize shapes and objects. So deep learning images and all. That somehow, if you look at where it stands now, the one which is enabling you to do Amazon checkout and Tesla cars, Amazon checkout in the store, like auto checkouts and Tesla car, driving, it's all based on that AlexNet was the foundation of that. Now we have large language model. something which talk about uh, uh, Lambda was somehow the beginning or foundation of such things, we have generative pre-trained transformer, which you know, it is GPT, which is GPT-2 was a large language model, which was able to take up to 1.5 billion characters. GPT-3, it was able to take 170 billion parameters. In GPT-4, it was even able to make a poetry like Emily Dickinson. So that's where we stand with the technology. In 2012, Mustafa Suleyman, they tried to make uh, like in the deep mind, they tried to make a software, which is something like a artificial general intelligence, where they're trying to create a machine to learn how to play the game, Atari games. So they tried to train the train the machine how to break the bricks and all it was doing initially. It, tr- it was terrible. Then it tried to learn later on. It sees that it is able to create its own new ways and pathways. It tried to learn itself. That was the thing. So if you later on, I'm just telling that was a deep queue network and all based on that Atari, they make a a game or an artificial intelligence, general intelligence same Alpha Go. Similarly, or put it simply, that is a Go game. Go game is a 19 by 19 board, similar to a chess board, but if you give a comparison, chess board and a three moves, you will have 125 million possible combinations only. But in Go you will have quadrillions of 200 quadrillions and all 10 to the raised 170 is a possibility it is used to tell that there is more at more possibilities in the go board than in the whole atoms in the whole universe so that much possibilities are there the point i'm trying to make is that when deep blue ibm's deep blue compete against gary kasparov They use a brute force technique on all possible combinations, then trying to hit it. But here, the possibilities of combination is too huge. So what they done, they just tried to train that AlphaGo game with 150 games and all. So in 2016, they organize a match with the world champion, Lee Sedol in Korea. So, So. the move, what was what is happening, is that it was not at all a big deal generally uh, because they were not expecting it is it is going to happen. But actually, AlphaGo win the first game. That was normal. So in the second game, it take a very special move which is now famous in the AI circles called move number thirty-seven. Which look very stupid and even somebody thought it as a mistake from Alpha. But later on, it was a winning moment for AlphaGo again. And AlphaGo win by 4 by 1 against the world champion Lacedor. The technology of life. So the life started in the universe 3.7 billion years ago. Then later on, we have... uh, human beings come to the planet we change the story maybe we come across that in multiple books and all i'm not going much there but the point i'm trying to make another part of this book other than artificial intelligence is the synthetic biology or put it simply genetic engineering so genetics or genetic engineering was nothing new actually it was there but we were not doing in that way but we were trying to have breeding, crossbreedings in the plants and animals, everything was happening that. So the defining moment happened when the Watson and Kirk they invented or they found or discovered DNA. So that was something like if you give a scale of DNA, DNA is still a mystery. It can store that much information that a one kilogram of DNA you can put all the mankind data. Still, we don't know how nature or the God is creating such an efficient storage mechanism. But the, the point about uh, genetic engineering and further happened in Stanley Cohen, he was able to take the genes from a frog and put it in the bacteria and a lot of things. Even there was some news about, uh, because there was an interesting book by Siddharth Mukherjee, Gene and all. is talking about the same. So there was some Chinese professor he was creating a genetic babies, Lulu and uh, Nana and all. That was all part of the thing. Point I'm trying to make is that Previously, DNA or Human gen- Genome Sequencing, that all are expensive things, but now it becomes cheaper. You can have a $1,000 printer and you can print a DNA. So, something like a Moore's Law, because Moore's Law in technology, where the chips will increase every 18 months, the size and all, that we know. But there is something else in economics called Carlson Curve, where the cost of something will just decline this is what happening also in technology spot, also even in the phones and everything it was initially so much expensive which we discuss about the tv and other things as well similar thing is there so if we trying to unleash the technology for sure we can improve the crops we can we just eradicate a lot of diseases by genetics and all. Even now, also we are already doing some part of it in a very little level. So that level is one part. Another part, yes, it can have adverse infection consequences as well. But as I mentioned the beginning, if you are trying to understand about how the DNA works, we can even unleash the transcriptor which is a biological transistor and that will be something revolutionary for the technology as. Well. So, chapter six, the wider wave. So, when we have an invention, okay, when Steve Jobs come with iPhone, that was something so different or so revolutionary that time. It created our understanding about the phone, and everybody was doing it. Now you see that similar phone. Even Apple latest phone is now somehow not able to catch up with the other competitors in terms of the features and functions even though they keep their unique things over there. And the point I'm making is that one topic revolutionized the other thing, it is collaboration is happening. So robotics, which is something like a physical manifestation of artificial intelligence. So you can see like a farming robots, you would have seen robots in Restaurants and all in, in the videos as well. But now we are like exponentially growing it to the drones. Even Walmart has patented for robotic bees bees for pollination. So what we are trying to look at is artificial intelligence plus robotics plus quantum computing. So we read somehow in 2019 Google announced that they reached Quantum Supremacy. With a psychomore, they were able to do something in seconds, which normal computer will need 10,000 years. We have discussed it in in our book also, Quantum Supremacy as well in our channel. So it was something about 53 qubits, just an amount which is equivalent to 72 billion Gigabyte. So another part of the same thing, like, okay, combination of this artificial intelligence plus robot plus quantum computing, especially quantum computing is a cryptography. So all the passwords and everything we have now is based on the limitation of the brute force technique. Okay, something, okay, you have it, you will put a five digit password or something. So if you are telling, okay, that five digit parts are rich, this much number of attempts to understand that, that is making it difficult or securing the password. But if the quantum computer is not able to take that much leap in understanding or computing the whole cryptography of the banking system and everything, including cryptocurrency, even though we have about how to legitimate and all we have described in another book in our channel, Easy Money, but the, the point I'm trying to make it is it's going to affect multiple technologies. So the last wave, internet, was something like a broadcast of information. But the new wave with artificial intelligence and synthetic biology, it's all about proliferation of power and a wider wave that will impact almost many things. Even the even every tool, you see artificial intelligence somehow. When very generic tool, it is not, I'm not talking about chat GPT or something. Any other things, like even the tools of music, everything, we are seeing an AI part there. So that is getting proliferation in power, in government, in any other sectors. So chapter 7, when Russia invaded Ukraine, in 2022, February. Nobody was having a doubt like who will win the war. It was more easy. Everybody thinks that it's an easy walk over. So just Russians go there and understand. But what something very interesting happened there is that the drone, which has been around a 30 or 40 group of technological people they used some drones and attacked the Russian army and the whole plan of Russia got collapsed. One of the bad things of Russian as well as United States and all especially is that they are still living in the military of that world war era. Other countries have changed but still they are there. To the point they were using Starlink satellite and using the Starlink satellite with the drones they were able to make there is even a name for that, arrows Erosovadikar and all. So that was how the new wave or impact in the militaries and all. So even from the cannons, we are able to kill multiple peoples, uh, right? Uh, in, in a war scenario, especially for printing press, it has a wider impact. Steam engine, yes, it do a lot of things. Even tweets, it can reach, you can just tweet it and it reach the whole world. So many... Things are changing in that way. Now a 2 gigabyte of in, uh, AI application can write all the text what humankind has made in centuries and all. It can compress the pictures and recreate the pictures what is missing in the picture. A single pathogen can make a, a, a pandemic. Quantum encryption is possible. Everything has a flip side. Even ammonia and even Ammonium Nitrate, Nobel Prize stories and all. It was invented for fertilizers and all. Like that's the benefit. But it was been used in explosive as well. Global positioning system, which you and me use as Google Maps and other things to navigate, it was primarily intended for military application. But later on, it it was given by Clinton and all the normal people. So the technology was competing each other and it was there. Even PlayStation 2, when it was introduced, even US military was afraid that it will be used in the wrong hands by the wrong people because the specification and of power of that machine is so huge that it will be used by some rogue entities to against them. So there is a gorilla problem. Gorilla problem is a famous term which means that Even though gorillas are bigger than us, we are dominating gorillas now because we have a higher thinking abilities than gorillas. That's why they stay in zoos and forests and we stay in cities and other places. But what happened when the new machine coming, which like Lambda and other thing, which has immense computational comp capabilities and having its own consciousness, we will be in a gorilla problem and we will be the gorillas and human beings place will be taken care by these machines. Unstoppable incentives. So in 2017, after 2016 match of AlphaGo, another match was there after one year with the world number one, Kiji. It was in China. There was not able to have that much publicity, even though the name of Google, everything was not able to, like, a lot of restrictions was there. But again, Alpha, go won again. But there was something else was happening. Because such a game was being taken, noticed by the geeks in United States and West. But in the East, especially China, it was something like a Sputnik moment. But I mean Sputnik moment. If I go back little to the history, Sputnik, United, uh, USSR, Soviet Union was able to put their first satellite, which is something like a beach ball, they put it in the sky. And that was something so revolutionary that time, the whole power dynamics was in challenge. And USA, United States put millions to the, economy, Apollo space program, lot of things happened, military, everything changed that. And what happened after 12 years, they put the man to the moon. That was what I'm trying to tell Sputnik moment. So coming back to the China's place. So that possibility of AI to have a thinking ability was a Sputnik moment for especially China, they put too much effort. Even uh, Xi Jinping was telling that in 2022, he's telling that technology plus resources plus innovation that is power. Even Vladimir Putin used to tell that whoever has the uh, uh, President Putin, he used to tell that whoever have the authority in artificial intelligence, they are going to rule the world. So the point here is that even in robotics, China is anyway the super. Even the STEM PhDs, science, technologies and all doubled in the recent years. It's more than United States now. Even they were able to put the uh, uh, probes in the dark side of the moon. Even they are the, the biggest people in the 6G telecommunication and even they have a double patent in quantum technology than all other places. It's not only there, even India. Uh, Prime Minister Modi has introduced Atmanarbar Bharat. So that is something similar to what China was doing in terms of India trying to make its own efforts in technologies and So there are unstoppable incentives in this wider wave where everybody uh, will be competing each other to have a dominity in power. In current generation, power is not about how much nuclear weapons you have, not about Uh, something else like cannons or anything like that. It's more about the technological power. As Putin mentioned, what Xi Jinping was doing as Emmanuel Macron was explaining and what Prime Minister Modi was doing, everything is the same. Even Manhattan Project, the atomic bomb projects, we've explained more in our book summary in Oppenheimer, It was actually happened because the USA was fear that Germans will make the atom bomb before them. But they did not do that. Uh, German was found too much expensive. And uh, Soviet was somewhere else as well. 1950 missile was the same. Uh, That was having more happening in a more close thing. Even Russia was able to get the information using the spy and all that time. But nowadays, they were using copycats for the chips. We explain in our book in chip summary and all. But the point is that now knowledge is more free. Even Elon Musk is telling "I'm uh, IPs are allowed to be used as long as it is benefiting. Many IPs in the big R&Ds of many countries are or many corporations are free now. Like Amazon incorporates they the largest $78 billion in research and design. It's the highest ever. Even if it is a country, it would be in the ninth in the world or something. If Amazon is a country. $20 billion is by Apple, Alphabet, Meta. All these corporates are inventing. They want to dominate themselves in terms of technology. Countries are competing themselves in terms of power. And there is something else as well. Human ego. Where Oppenheimer was, even though they were All understanding, all about the implications and all. When there is a new technology coming to you, especially for an inventing people and all, they try to do it, then later only they will think about what will make harm to it. So that was the point here. So, human ego, corporates, countries, technology, and its power that is going to give us unstoppable incentives. Grand Bargain, 500 years or more, we have been controlled by a centralized power. The point, especially as democracies and all, that is there in the world, the new generation. But the trust, democracy is all about trust. So the trust, in Eisenhower period, it was 70%. But now during the Obama and Trump, it is only 20%. So because of that, Grand bargain of technology, it is able to bias. You know the story about Cambridge Analytica and all. You can just change the emotional turbulence and polarize. You can create easily create polarization not only in the country, it can pass through borders. Emotional turbulence and political changes can happen. That's what like Russia's influence in US elections and such things. Even such things can is possible there. Fragility amplifiers, Uh, that is going to amplify the fragility in our technological system. Even 2019, National Health Services of Britain was being attacked by a ransomware called WannaCry and the whole medical system collapsed. So that much vulnerable is there, especially during pandemic and all we understand that. But that's about the current system about internets and security, right? But there is something happened, like recently where Mohsin Fakhrizad is part of the Iran security forces. He was having a convoy in Caspian Sea. His convoy was attacked and he was shot. But later on, his guards trying to check who shot him. they, f- they only found the gun, they don't found a person. Later on, it was been found that it was an artificial gun, artificial intelligence gun. A human was initiating something, but gun was aimed by the artificial intelligence. It was triggered and it was controlled by satellite. That's where we're standing now in terms of military. You don't need a, a military officer to hunt someone. Similarly for spreading, there was in Hong Kong cases about a bank uh, transferring millions to people. Even in 1980, Russia was very known for disinformation. Uh, we have a book in our channel called New Rules of War talking about such things. So in 1980, they spread too much rumors to spread that AIDS was being or human immunovirus. Deficiency virus was caused by USA and all. Similar as I mentioned earlier about Cambridge Analytica, even BSL-4 labs. Russian flu was leaked from a lab there and which created millions of people. BSL-4 is something like a very high secure lab where everybody inside there, they will even use shower when go out, They will be fully sealed uh, clothes and all these things. But still things are leaking, not even... We were known about China, Wuhan leak, which has a BSL, big BSL lab there. They have Taiwan, Singapore have the cases. Even Anthrax was also simple. So there's a lot of such fragility amplification in terms of military, in terms of healthcare, in terms of information and polarization. So it is, especially now the politics, it is not easy like something happened uh, 20 or 30 years ago and all. Whoever is very senior in politics now, they will struggle in the current political scenario. The media, the information, that control is very less in that normal media. It's all social medias. From Mongols by Genghis Khan and the Mughals, they were ruling around 1000 years. right? Asia and very big content. Genghis Khan have the biggest continent and all. But that was all empires. We know that from the long histories, there are a lot of kings, rulers, empires, emperors and all. But in 1800, something changed. A company from Britain, Great Britain, East India Company, it was doing such an absolute loot and imperial colonization that it was Taking more money than what the country is making there, it was something like a parallel state. It has its own, uh, like its own soldiers, its own weaponries, It is making more money by trade, by looting, and every other things. So that's a similar situation you have with the current scenario. Okay, that that establishment rule for more than 100 to 200 years and it created too much wealth, it taken out too much wealth from many big countries, mostly from Asia. They looted, they colonized many countries. But the, look at the current scenario now. Now the companies we have now, many companies are bigger than many countries, like Apple, Google, all these companies worth these billions or trillions even it is the total economy of the countries are very smaller than that. So also another important part. Like from the wake up, from the morning you wake up. Like for example, you, op, you op, op, wake up in the morning. You have been having a smart watch which will be monitoring how good your sleep is and what is your heartbeat, everything. And someone else remotely having the same information. Then you are checking your phones, you are watching videos and other things. Everybody knowing, there is a history, everything, everybody is knowing that. Then you are outside, you will buy something from the restaurant using your card, your pay, Samsung, pay, Apple pay. That is also getting taken by somebody, noted by someone else or information is available to someone else. Then you are walking, you are having like, there is a CCTV for... One for every 10 people, that's what normally is telling. So then you are captured by some of the CCT. So you're almost all the time at data. That's there. But the point I'm trying to tell is that, okay, such companies like Google having that much data and such companies like Apple, who is making such magnificent products, they're making that much capital and similarly or when I come to Apple, let us talk about Samsung, which is something like a parallel state in South Korea. It is almost like a 20% of the Korea GDP and they have such an influence in Korea. So now, say for example, PayPal and eBay is settling 60 million disputes, which is almost like three times the whole US legal system. And the whole economic system like uh, now the commodities, even now the Apple phone sales has been dropped. But Apple is still making revenues using the other things like services. Everything is now service. Amazon, web services, Airbnb, Uber, you name it. That is there. Everything is a service now. So the commodities are getting service servicelized and the corporations are making bigger. So the nation previously, okay, a nation is something which is going to protect or an authority to control. If you have to make a contract with somebody, or agreement with somebody, then a nation is somebody in the mediatory who is able to, just like a mediator making, making sure that the contract will be fulfilled. But if the fragility amplification in such way that the corporations and technologies has become bigger than the nations, then the story will be something different. The dilemma... Two pandemics has uh, killed almost 30% of the human population. It's not COVID-19 before that. But put it another way, World War has taken 1% of the world population. World War II, 3%. Genghis Khan and the Mongol Empire has taken 10%. But artificial intelligence is a force amplifier. So if it, it can reach to wrong hands, yes. And barrier to entry is easy. It is not as difficult like uh, what we have for nuclear weapons and productions and all. So overall, containment is not possible. It can go to wrong hands. Barrier to entry is easy, small, which is somehow the greatest dilemma. This is somehow the conclusion of the book. So we highly recommend you have a look at if you're interested further in the similar book. We have a book in our channel called Quantum Computing. You can have a look at that. Until we come across with the next book. Thank you.